And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another exciting edition of The Barbecue Show. Thanks so much for joining us. The Barbecue Show with uh, Stunt and Jake. And to my left is Stunt. And my right's Jake. That's us. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today as always. Um, let's see what's happening. Well, it's a big big weekend here in uh, the Mankato area because you got Rib Fest going on at Vetterstone Amphitheater with the Ribbers and music. And speaking of which... We're joined by one of the rippers today, a yeah. special guest. Yeah, our next segment will have uh, Pat from Big Bone Barbecue here. He's uh, in town for the weekend with Rib Fest, and he's got some local connections along with uh, quite the story of how he got into what he's doing. So can't wait to talk to him. What did you make over the weekend? Anything? Uh, well, I did do those prime rib sliders how did they that we talked out? about. Uh-huh. Delicious, yeah. as always. Uh, otherwise, uh, making a headway on my garage to kind of just have everything laid out in there. So mm-hmm. I got my garage clean enough that uh, the wife could get her car in there. Yeah. Uh, that was cool for like the three days that we were out of town. <laughs> and now I'm cluttering it up again. Of so course. We've got that going for it's me. It's busy. Um, yeah. So, well, so you're just, you're still, you know, it takes forever to get settled into a new place. It really does. Yeah. So you'll, you'll keep doing that. And then, um, and then you'll move again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a month already, which is hard to believe. That first month, right? We talked about how we weren't going to do a lot of barbecuing right away. And I did. Six pork butts. We did a brisket, a bunch of stuff right out the right. gate. And now I've been like, okay, nope, we got to focus. We got to get this thing cleaned up Dial and ready to live in. in a little bit. Dialed so. in, dialed in for yep. sure. So I've been spending a lot of time at uh, Farm Fest this last week. Yeah, up but, at Redwood Falls. Yep, yep. You'll fill in the States. Uh, it's, I, or as I call it, the weight loss program because you just sweat. Oh, it's, 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 it's been it's a hot, hot week. Yeah, it's hot. And that's just how, the, how it goes. But uh, it's fun, all the different foods and uh, really just enjoying it. I had some very lovely brisket, had a brisket sandwich from the Roadhouse, basically. In uh, Wabasso. Oh, I've been to the Roadhouse in Wabasso. They had a, a lovely you, setup. You would love that bar, actually. Very awesome bar, an awesome patio area. They had a traveling bar with them, yeah. an area set up with uh, with a full U shaped bar. Uh, in the front of the bar was uh, tailgates. Oh my gosh, that's pickups. cool! Yeah, so it was uh, it was pretty awesome. So, and how often is it a rib fest that you could get a, a brisket sandwich at Farm Fest or Farm Fest rather, and then uh, slide right over, sit down at the bar. Uh, enjoy a cold beverage with your sandwich in the shade with a little bit of a breeze. It was nice. That's so, very nice. Very yeah. nice. So, uh, cool and, and then it had some tacos from Tommy Tacos also and pork chop on a stick. You got to do that. You got to do pork just, chop on a stick. That's part of it. Does uh, Ford still have a setup there? Uh, like, a, like a tent? Yes. When growing up, see, we, growing up, we I grew up in Springfield. We went there every year and we always had to check out the Ford tent because they had a, a truck box full of peanuts. Nice. So you just would set up or saddle up next to there and grab a few out of there, put them in your bag that you surely have along with your yardstick by then. Oh yeah. And uh, you just would eat peanuts the rest of the day. Uh, so. This year, this the uh, the the treasure is walking sticks. Yeah. Everybody's got a walking stick. Not a yardstick, which nope. doubles as a walking stick. Right. Right. Yeah. This is the this was the uh, full blown walking stick everybody had, um, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. That in buckets is the thing now. Buckets instead of a bag. Companies give you a five-gallon bucket, and oh, you wow. put your swag in there, and you got a five-gallon bucket to use for whatever. I say, to be fair, you're more likely to use a five-gallon pail than you are to use anything else. Reuse a new, uh, an old, a bag of some sort. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I personally, at home, have been working on something new. Yeah, because we've always we're always talking about um, creating your own rub or your own spice, your own seasoning, your own sauce, and I've taken that to another level because I love barbecue sauce. Right, I do. I love all varieties. I love all kinds. Um, and there's not many I dislike. And so what I've done is I've come started to working on creating my own. And I stole this idea from all the seltzer craze. Okay. Everybody's got their own seltzer now. Right. So I'm creating a barbecue sauce drink. 
that you can drink and it tastes like barbecue That's sauce. That's what you're working on? That's what I'm working on. Okay. And, uh, and so uh, I got a friend of mine has a beer making kit. And so we're using that to add carbonation because you can get carbonation tablets. And so you just need a, you just need a, to find the right mixture of, of, you know, running this drinkability of the barbecue sauce. And I think I'm onto something. Um, all right, best of luck. Yeah, I, I love barbecue sauce, but I feel like I don't want to drink barbecue well, sauce. It turns out, see, that uh, uh, Budweiser's been losing some ground lately. They oh, need a, a way to make up more money. So, so you're, I thinking figured, you got, you're thinking you're going to sell this? Yeah, barbecue sauce seltzer. Okay. Barbecue seltzer. It tastes like a little hint of smoke in there. Barbecue sauce. Okay, for the record, I hate how barbecue seltzer rolls off the tongue. It That's does. That's nice. It does. I think about it. <laughs> Okay, in a year from now, some guy's going to beat me to the punch because he has more work ethic and money than I do, and you're going to go, Told you. Palmer, that could have been you. <laughs> could have been, <laughs> been you. I'm going to go, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, I was at the lake all weekend, so my barbecuing and grilling was limited. I did barbecued chicken one night, uh, just on the on the gas weather, yeah. and that was very basic. And that was, uh, I mean, that was really about it. We didn't get very adventurous. We, you know... <laughs> We had frozen pizza one night up at the lake. And they really? Were, they were doctored. Uh, one of them was even had the, the uh, cauliflower crust oh. once. Yeah, which is weird. I was I was against that. The cauliflower <laughs> crust is amazing. You can't really? tell it's cauliflower. Really? It's crispy. It's delicious. I can tell. But um, uh, we've got a fantastic guest in honor of Rib Fest this week. We want to get to him from uh, Rob, right? From Big Bone Barbecue? Pat. Pat. I yeah. knew it was three letters. <laughs> he got it. So, yeah. I'm, like, I, I'm ready for Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Or crosswords. I don't know. Three letters, big bone. Um, before we do that, though, let's get to our barbecue show tip of the week. And the tip of the week is when you're working with your recipes, if you're doing a new drink or you're working on some new spice for your rub, this is the best way to do it. And I think we've already talked about this once before, but it's always a great reminder. Tweak one thing at a time little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. If you were working on a new rib, uh, new rib rub, and you like, well, I don't like this. This I want to change something, and you change two things. Well, you don't know which one made it the way you wanted to make it, right? And you know, so you have to kind of just take one thing out, add one thing in. Don't just change everything unless you're completely scrapping the whole thing. But just keep in mind when you're playing with your different flavor palettes and how you're going to do your new ribs or your brisket or whatever. Don't go changing everything at once. One item at a time. That's a good point, because if you change too much, how do you keep track? Yeah, exactly. That's an excellent tip. Outstanding. Thank you, sir. Thank you. As always, tip of the week on the Barbecue Show is available for your sponsorship here. We're back with our guest when the Barbecue Show continues after this. You're listening to the Barbecue Show, and we'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Back on the Barbecue Show with Jake and Stunt. I'm Stunt and actually special guest in the studio now, Pat from Big Bone Barbecue, who's going to be at uh, Rib Fest this weekend here in Mankato, 25th annual event delivered by Volk Transfer. And I, this is what I've been labeling as uh, for a long time, my favorite time of the year. And it's seriously live music. Beers and ribs, barbecue all over the place, and it's always fun to be part of it. And you've been there a lot of those years, haven't you? Yeah, I think this is nine or ten. I don't know, it's at least ten. Yeah, that's so incredible. That been here. No, let's start right away. So, you own Big Bone Barbecue. Uh, how did you start? Like, what made you decide I'm gonna do a touring barbecue company? Well, um, I actually started with Famous Dave's, okay, and I had opened a couple restaurants for him and the Blues Club up in Uptown. And then Dave started doing a touring 
barbecue rib fest shows and i was the first person to go out with me and a few other guys that are still around today but uh we all went out and did the first tour that any of us had ever done oh, wow. four, four four famous daves yeah, the barbecuing yeah. I, I, they'd been here before too actually uh yeah. the famous dave traveling barbecue crew. yeah i think they've they've disbanded it now unfortunately but, yeah uh, um yeah they, they when i first started coming here they were one of the teams that was here yeah so. wow okay and then uh and then when, when, I, when did that start? What year was that? Gosh, I think that 95. Okay. 95 or 96, we were doing that. And then I kind of got out of it for a little while. And uh, and my dad, who's, who's here with me, but he... Uh, um, he uh, was going to retire, and he thought that starting a rib fest team would be a good way to retire. And, <laughs> Let's get more work in my place and, and that retire. Was, that was the joke on him. So it's been <laughs> nothing but more work for him since we started it. But uh, yeah, he and I, he and I started it back in uh, what was it 2005? 2005 already. So coming up on 20 years here. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's been a long time. Yeah, man. it is. So you guys, I mean, you guys travel. Here's the thing: I mean, a lot of people don't know about Rivers at Ribfest, and it's a little maybe un- unveiling, but there's teams, and some of them are owned by the same group, some are not, but they come to town, and they are competing for people's choice, but then also on the side, they're competing for judged choices, or judging vo- votes, I guess, if you will. Right, yeah. So, like, um, what's more important to you? That's a hard question. <laughs> um, I mean... I, ultimately, people's choice is is super cool if if they do the people's choice voting the right way, and right. they do it they do it great here, where people donate money to a charity to be able to vote, and that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but that's you know I'd rather be judged by two three hundred people who vote for me than six judges. Yeah. And that's. That's just the way, and I've always thought that way. There, especially when you go to these serious like. Kansas City Barbecue Association, the KCBS, mm-hmm. they, you know, their ribs are, are judged a certain way that I think the majority of the public would think we're too tough for them. You right. Know? Well, People, I mean, you take that KCBS judging, and there's a whole level of rules you follow yeah. and ways you look at it. I've taken those classes before, yeah. and I mean, it's interesting, but then you talk about that with some people. Some people think falling off the bone is the way it's got to be, right. so, and according to KCBS rules, that means it's way overdone. Way overdone for and them. So you have to have, you know, it depends. At the end of the day, it's all in the taste buds of the beholder, I right. guess, right? Yeah, you know, it's such a subjective thing, the judging. And and so that's where people's choice is really cool because you get to have a, a sampling of 100 or 200 people instead of these six people who right. are going to, you know, who knows? Yeah, the six people you might have got on a bad day and they don't like that flavor of uh, right. sauce that you put on your ribs. Right. Exactly. And... And uh, they, you know, could eat them the next day and change their mind. Whereas here, you've got, you've put out a hundred racks of ribs that everybody have judged over two or three days, and everybody's coming back with their choice. Right? Yeah. So that's that's pretty important. But it's also nice to to win that best ribs. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's nice to hear either way that you you got you get your name called up there. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So going back to how you started the competition, you started traveling. When do you when you start traveling for like for these kinds of festivals? And I should have, that's where I guess I was going by saying some are owned by teams or there's like single ownerships. You guys kind of almost all travel together to certain places. So it's like a little bit of a carnival. Yeah, you you end up, 
in uh, you end up hanging out with the same people a lot. <laughs> yeah, and you uh, and, and I think it's by who you start with. So you start out with this guy, and he says, "Well, why don't you? We'll see if I can get you into this show too." And so then you end up being in all the same shows with the same people, mm-hmm. and that's kind of cool. You know, you can right. you can lean on some people if you need something and help out whenever you can. So that's nice. Um, but uh, it, it, it's a lot of time with the same people. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like, but at the same time, it's a lot of time with the same. It's funny because it is that. It's, I guess I said carnival and your dad nodded his head. That's really what it comes down to. Because Yes, it's about the ribs. It's about the food. It's a little bit about the spectacle. The big oh. tarps that are up on your guys' yeah, booths. Absolutely. Everything that's going on, you're trying to draw people in. Absolutely. I would, if, if I could set up just a tent with no signs and a table and just give just people serve. food. You'd love that. That would be the best yeah. thing that could happen to me. But, you know, you've got everybody out here that's selling basically close to the same thing. And we're all very good at it. Yep. And you all want people to stop at your place instead of the next place. So what do you do? You have music on or you have a guy on the grill making a lot of smoke and a lot of smell, you know, and you have big banners saying, I won here, you know, or voted best here, there. And it's all about creating that moment when people go, well, that's the one I want to go to. Yeah. And stands and, out just a little bit making differently. Making them stop there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of showmanship. It, it definitely is. is. I mean, I've, I guess it's no secret. I've worked with some of you guys' teams before, and I love doing it when I go out just to hang out a few different times, and it's fun to be part of it. Um, traveled up to Mystic last weekend for a little bit on Friday. I was there, and that was excellent. Yeah, it was such a fun time, and the weather held out, so it worked out really well. And um, I don't know. I feel like you guys, you say you travel with some of the same people. It definitely becomes a family, though. Just a little bit. I've hung out with it. Everybody seems like they get along for the most part really, oh, yeah. really well. And like you said, they're looking out for each other. Like, yep, we we have two teams going here this weekend. We got a team here this weekend. Like these places, these rib competitions are happening nationwide at any given weekend, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely you can you can be not getting along with your neighbor all week long. And then he comes over to you and says, hey. I need to borrow forks. Yeah. You know, just as an example. And you're like, all right. Yeah, here you go. You know, at the end of the day, we're all in this together and we all know how hard it is. So it's, that's, that's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah. That's interesting. It's cool too. So we have uh, Pat here from Big Bone Barbecue at Rib Fest this week in a man kid, a Vetterstone Amphitheater, Riverfront Park, Riverfront Park, as we like to call it this time of year. Nice. Uh, So what's your favorite thing to cook that you do at competitions? Uh, That we do out here? Yeah. Yeah. The ribs. I mean, we were, were very, very good at brisket. We won the best brisket here last year, and uh, I'd rather eat brisket, but uh, <laughs> I like cooking ribs. I, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a science. So. Yeah. No, I, I love that answer, because we said that here on the show before. The fact is, uh, brisket's delicious, and I could eat brisket all day long, but yeah. ribs you get to play with. You get to change little things as you go. And make, it makes a big difference where brisket takes so much longer yeah. to get a result that you need to know if it's going to work out. Yeah, and brisket, and this is strictly my opinion, but beef has its own strong flavor. And I, I try not to mess too much mm-hmm. with the flavor of brisket. And with 
pork and ribs and stuff, you can add flavors to it that are going to enhance the flavor of pork because pork is kind of a gotcha. weaker flavor. Yeah, pork and, and chicken the same way, yeah, right? And you can add flavors to them to change the whole profile of the taste, whereas beef, it does pretty good on its own, and I try to, try to leave it alone. So, What is your favorite thing to cook when you're not in competition? You're at home. I'm, I'm assuming maybe, maybe you don't smoke any barbecue when you're at home. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we, we smoke constantly when yeah. we're at home, but... Uh, I'm a big fan of beef ribs. You yeah, know? beef ribs are, are fantastic. We don't we don't do them out here just because they're they're wickedly expensive. Yeah, I um, feel like it's kind of funny you say that because uh, one of the questions I feel like I get asked when I've helped out is, "Well, don't you guys have any dino ribs?" I'm like, "Do you know what dino ribs would cost?" <laughs> like, yeah, and some people might have them here, and that's that's great. But to to be able to even be affordable. They're basically they're basically using them to bring people into the booth and then yeah. to buy something else. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You know, come mm-hmm. in because you want a dino rib, and then like, well, while I'm here, I'm going to get blah blah blah. Right, right. And uh, and so gateway. It, yeah, yeah, it's it's a gateway food. Um, but uh, yeah, I love I love beef ribs, and um, we we do some pork belly that's pretty amazing yeah. too. So what you, what do you smoke on when you're at home? What's your equipment? Um, we I, the same equipment. I'm here. Okay. I, I you know I use Southern Pride smokers. Okay. And, uh, they've always been great for me. Is Southern Pride more of a competition smoker? If, if, well, I feel like I feel like, well, obviously you, some of them are bigger guys. You have on your trailers. Yeah, they're they're a bigger almost commercial smoker. Okay. I call them a commercial smoker. Yeah. Like uh, we have a couple of them with us. And one of them, uh, the big one, I can fit 150 racks of ribs at oh, a time. Oh wow! In. Okay, so, you know it's 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 a consistent smoker, and it can move large amounts of food, right? So, which is important. Yeah, very important. Well, like that's uh, see, I jump around a lot when we talk sometimes because now you got me thinking about that. At the end of the night. Everybody uh-huh. always gets to go home or, you know, get, you know, go get their late night snack before they call it a night, whatever, after right. having beer and ribs. Uh, what, for you guys, it's a cleaning process and prepping process. How long are you smoking ribs for the next day? So let's say it's Friday night leading to Saturday. What do you, what's the process Friday night getting well, ready for Saturday's competition? Well, we've got, yeah, especially leading into a competition day, which right. Saturday. But uh, there'll always be a smoker filled with brisket and and pork that you'll you'll get going and uh, start right before you leave, so that it's ready to be pulled out in the morning. Yeah, and and uh, chopped and pulled, whatever you're going to do with it, and then ribs. You're getting them all seasoned right and and set up so that you can pop them in early in the morning so okay. that they're done before you open yep. and uh, it's, it's it's a constant process i always i always like to say that i'd like to do a uh, a coffee table book called behind the signs because <laughs> everybody stands out front and they see this you know the this beautiful signs and and all that and it seems calm and our front counter people and behind the signs there's kind of this semi-controlled chaos going right. on all the time. Well, there's always food. you like rotating food oh, out, yeah. having to have food ready. Because, I mean, that's like probably the most interesting part. You have no clue how much you might get hammered one night. No. Uh, Thursday night could be dead downtown Mankato. Friday night could be the biggest night you've ever had. Right. And there's no way you'd be able to ever tell what you're going to be able to do. Right. We're, we're a very... Um Skilled at reacting in this in this uh, profession. Yeah, you're, you're, that's that's one thing I was talking about it this morning. That if nothing else, the people that do this 
are able to spot a problem and usually find some kind of creative way to fix the problem <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, um, you got to move fast because, because it is. It's a fluid. It's a fluid situation all the time. Right. Yeah. You got to got to know what your options are and what your your backup plans are at all times. You got to have them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going backwards again, as I bro- broached the topic about cooking at home, so you love to do beef ribs, pork belly. You got you cooking on southern. Um, a, uh, was it again? Southern Pride. Southern Pride. There you go. Uh, what is, is there any spice profiles that you use differently at home compared to when you're on the road then? Uh, no, it's, it's, the only thing different is that we, um, living in South Carolina, we, we also, um, have a lot of mustard sauce, which, oh, yeah. which you can get here. Um, so come and try it cause it's fantastic sauce, but it's just, Nobody knows about it here, right? And down there, it's been their thing for a while. So yeah. we use a lot of uh, a lot more mustard sauce with our stuff. And uh, when I'm up here, I don't really get into the super spicy stuff. Um, we grow, we have a little farm, and we grow a lot of really, really hot peppers, <laughs> and we make our own dry rub. So when okay. we're there. Um, at home, we have people that we make sausages that are ridiculously right. hot and wings that are ridiculously hot. Oh, so, I bet. And I don't, I don't try to do that out here um, very much. Well, I mean, because you are, again, you're, you are going for people's choice a lot right. of times. You don't. People could be quickly. It's too hot or not. It's been in, in Minnesota. It's probably too hot. <laughs> right. If you're thinking, is this too hot? It means it probably is in Minnesota. Yeah, and this is where we're from, so yeah. I get a lot of that. That was actually my next question. So you're from what? There's a, Min, a Minnesota State Mankato connection somewhere along the line, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. So what's what's that? Well, I or grew you, up. I grew up in 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 the Twin Cities. And, okay, and went to Wyzetta High School. Okay. And and uh, came down here and was a student and and uh, I wrestled down here. Okay. And, and I That's helped, what it was. I helped coach for a year. Um, and uh, worked at a number of bars down here. <laughs> and and so I, it's awesome for me to come back. I mean, yeah. I get to I get to go out, come back, and say I I hung out there, and I know the people <laughs> that live there, and all this. Right. That's, that's that's a blast. Yeah. Oh, it makes it definitely a homecoming to come oh, back, yeah. especially you can come back not to your hometown, but to your college town. Right. Right. That makes it definitely a little bit more fun. I bet. Yeah. And, and the people that come up and talk to me, I'm like, I don't remember being this popular when I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and, and the, the the town supports me incredibly, and I'm so thankful for that. the The people of Mankato have really adopted me for this this event, and that's awesome. Yeah, that is that's really awesome. awesome. Yeah, it is. So, well, a few more questions before I let you go. This is your summer project. This is your summer job, right? Yeah. Do you have? Do you guys have other jobs outside of this, or is it this all summer? No. And then take a break for the winter months. No, we do. Cater, well, we'll call it a catering, almost, okay. almost like it's a pop-up situation where it's it's like a food truck, but we just bring a tent out. We don't have an actual truck right. or a trailer, um, and we do five to six days a week when we're at home. Oh, really? Where wow. we're, we're in we're in different neighborhoods. Charleston, where we're from, is a very neighborhood centric thing, and and starting in COVID, they brought in when all the restaurants were closed, they would bring us in to feed all the neighborhoods. Okay. And since everything is reopened, we've kept doing what we're doing. You got, you got a nice little niche in there. So still. we do a lot of that and a lot of uh, manufacturing plants where people don't have time to go leave and get lunch and come back. So okay. we're there, we're there lunch and, 
I guess that keeps us very, very no, busy. There's, there's a home. lot more still than just the touring business for you guys. Yeah, we we cook. This is this is this is this your vacation? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's still really busy, but oh, it's yeah. kind of a vacation because you guys really are going from one event to the next with maybe yeah. two days for travel, and then you got to set up and do it again. Yeah, when when at the peak for us, we had. 23, 22, 23 shows. Oh, wow. And a that's lot that, of That's them, every weekend in summer, in the summer. Yeah. And it was, it was, you know, 14 weeks in a row and then you go home for one week and then you go out again. And wow. And that's, it is, you pick up and you drive to the next show. You might have a day where you don't do anything and right. then you set up and you do it all again. Just do it all again. It's a lot, a lot of living out of hotels, too. It's a lot of hotels. Oh, man. Well, it sounds like it's something you still are very passionate about, Love though. It. That is so awesome. Because I, I've, I've thought about it many times. If I ever flunked out of this radio gig, I would love to travel with you guys. I think it'd be, it, because it's a whole other way to look at the whole whole country, too. It is. It's, it's a, You're seeing a lot of different people in a lot of different towns. And... <laughs> a lot of different people. <laughs> I think that's it right there. Well, thank you for coming in. Pat from Big Bone Barbecue, Rib Fest this weekend. Make sure you stop in and say hi to them and check out their food and all the other ribbers who are going to be down there. So there's uh, six, no, five options this year. So make sure you guys check them out and uh, enjoy Rib Fest in Mankato for the 25th anniversary delivered by Volk. Uh, Pat, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It is The Barbecue Show. We'll be back next weekend. Until then, fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.